Welcome to Therapy Snacks. I'm your host, Molly Zive. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. Just like snacks, these episodes are digestible, accessible, and offer a variety of ways to think about our mental health. This is not to substitute for treatment. Please rate, subscribe, and share right now. Welcome to Therapy Snacks. I am your host, Molly Zive. I'm a licensed clinical social worker in San Diego, California, and I'm so excited to record this episode. I haven't felt this excited to record an episode in a really long time, so I'm super, super glad that you are here with me, and any chance I get to just share my voice, I feel really grateful, so I am grateful for you today. I do want to let you know that I am accepting new clients. So if you are living in California and you're someone who struggles with self-doubt and want to move to self-trust, please hit me up. My website is therapywithmolly.com. I'll also link it in the show notes. And the process is really simple. You just fill out the form. I send you an email back if everything looks okay and it has a link to schedule your free consultation. So it's no risk just to make sure that it's a good fit for both of us. And then we can schedule your first appointment on that consultation call. So if you like the podcast, you like my energy, my Instagram, please reach out if you want to work with me one-to-one. I haven't had spots available in a really long time. I, I didn't really have the capacity, but now I do have the capacity, so there's only a few spots left. Um, If you're interested, please act now. All right, now let's get into the show. So before we get started, I always like to start with some grounding if you're new to the show. So let's go ahead and start to take a couple of breaths, inhaling through our nose, filling up, exhaling through our mouth. Good. Just feel yourself being more grounded, inhaling through your nose. Now soften your jaw as you exhale. See what that feels like for you. Again, inhaling. And on the exhale, soften your jaw even more. Oof, that one makes me feel so relaxed. I love it. I hope that you feel a little bit more relaxed now too. I know we live such busy lives, so it's really important that we get grounded every day. And it has to do with alignment. I'm super excited, like I said, to record this episode. I haven't felt this much excitement or joy recording in a long time. I haven't been recording, so um, this is really special for me. So in today's episode about alignment, we're going to talk about how to find it, how to keep it, and it's important steps you need to take in order to remove blockages in your life. So let's start with how to find alignment. And if you listen to my last episode, I just started to describe alignment. Um, For me, alignment means getting into what feels really good for you in your life. Not what your mom has to say, your dad has to say, your grandparents, what your boss has to say, what, what feels good for you? What is in alignment with you is that taking steps to pursue a degree in a 
I don't know, I, this is off the top of my head, <laughs> a degree in something that you're passionate about, but maybe you felt afraid to do because you care about what other people think. That's part of finding alignment. It's basically finding your joy in your life and making intentional steps every day to continue to follow that joy. So how do we find alignment? Well, I think there's a lot of different ways to find alignment. I think that journaling is a really good tool to use when you're thinking about alignment. I want you to make a list of things that bring you joy. For 20 minutes, I don't want your phones around you. I don't want any distraction. I want you to take a piece of paper and a pen or a journal if you have one and start to write down everything that fuels your joy. What brings you joy in your life? And nothing is off the table. So even if it sounds crazy, write it down. That is important information. So everything is free flowing without judgment, with tons of compassion. Just let it free flow. Don't overthink it so much. So examples of this could be what brings me joy is eating really good food, being healthy, exercising, um, traveling, spending time with people I love. Those are some examples of things that bring you joy. And I know they sound really simple, but putting it down on a piece of paper is really important because you may be surprised what feels really good for you and what brings you joy in your life. Oftentimes we have a negative bias, meaning our brain is wired to focus on the negative things in our life because we want to fix them. And if it's no secret, if you look at the news um, or the media Everything is more on the pessimistic side. So our brains are literally trained to focus on the negative. This is going against that autopilot and really getting into your intuition and your feelings about what brings you joy. So another aspect of finding alignment is to get into relaxation. Um, if you're not a huge meditator, I understand, but I highly recommend doing some breathing exercises, getting into nature and grounding yourself, um, taking a shower, anything that's going to make you feel relaxed, again, away from your phone, away from electronics. And I'm sorry if this sounds redundant, but I feel like we spend way too much time looking at screens and it's difficult to relax when we're hyper-focused on whatever is in front of us, you know, it it really like enhances our senses. Like we're constantly looking at something or hearing something. So really like distancing yourself and setting boundaries around your electronics and thinking about, okay, what relaxes me? For me, it's journaling, it's meditation, it's yoga, it's getting into nature. Um, it's yeah, taking a shower. Like I mentioned before, those are the aspects that I feel the most relaxed. Like I can finally let the tension go in my body. So whatever that is for you, find a place to relax and that will be easier to find alignment for you. And the biggest takeaway I want you to have for finding alignment is this week after listening to this podcast, I want you to notice what makes you feel good into your life, in your life. I really want you to tap into, okay, when I do this in my day, it makes me feel really good. This aspect of my life brings me joy. This aspect brings me alignment. And really hone in and focus in on that and make note of it. Also, you may have already heard this before. Um, it's really popular on Instagram right now, but 
Um, I do a lot of inner child work with my clients and tapping into your inner child is really important for what brings you joy. When you think about when you were about seven, eight years old, what it is it that you love to do? For me, it was making art. I love to draw and I love to be physical. Like I love to play sports. Um, I love to run around. And so those aspects of my life, although I had to reprioritize things going through school or just like having a job, um, I kind of lost some of those things. And that's the part of ourselves, the inner child that needs to be nourished and nurtured. And it also will help you with the direction of finding alignment um, because they are in there and they want to speak to you and they want to be acknowledged and they may have not always been acknowledged growing up, but it's your turn to acknowledge them and figure out what brings them joy, what lights them up and really get in tune with that. So that's how you find alignment. Those are some examples. Now, keeping it, that is a whole different ball game. Keeping yourself in alignment is extremely important and can be extremely difficult. Here's why. Because it's really easy for us to go back into autopilot. If you've always done things a certain way, wake up, brush your teeth, take a shower, go to work, come home, make dinner, scroll on your phone, watch TV, do whatever, go to sleep, do the same thing the next day. It's difficult to go against the grain of that and train your brain to be more conscious and intentional. So it's hard to keep alignment when you're on autopilot mode. And our brains are very, very, I love the brain if you can't tell already. That's why I do brain spotting. Our brains are really, really smart. They want us to work they want us to not use as much energy as possible. So this autopilot mode is actually a function of not expending too much energy. So your brain is actually going into autopilot because it doesn't want you to take too much energy. So finding alignment and keeping it, that's going to require some energy, but it's also going to make your life a lot better and a lot more aligned, as I keep saying. So boundaries are huge. Boundaries are absolutely huge. You have to have boundaries with yourself. What do I mean by that? If getting into alignment is sleeping eight hours a day, you have to have a boundary with yourself to be in bed at 10 p.m. every single night. No one else is going to do that for you. You have to keep these boundaries with yourself. If you're out, if you're with friends, if you're doing something and it's nine o'clock and you know you need to be in bed by 10 p.m., you have to have that boundary with yourself to be in bed by 10 p.m. So you get your eight hours of sleep. You feel really good when you wake up. That's just one example. Another example of having really good boundaries with yourself is physical exercise or going for a walk, being in nature first thing in the morning. No one else is going to do this for you. Again, this is a boundary you have to have with yourself. A lot of times therapists talk about boundaries with other people and in relationship, but this is the relationship that you need to nurture the most, the one with yourself. So you have to have boundaries with yourself to get up an extra 30 minutes earlier and go for a walk if that's what makes you feel really good. If that's what starts your day in a way that feels really good for you before you can start serving other people or doing a job or being a mom, whatever it is, then you need to have that boundary with yourself. Okay. And I'm not talking about rigid boundaries. I'm just talking about hey, this is the deal. This is the contract. I want to get better. I want to feel better. And I love you. 
And in order for me to continue to love myself, I have to take walks. I have to get into alignment. That's the boundary that I'm talking about. It doesn't have to be harsh. A boundary that I recently had with myself, and I I still feel, I guess, sort of awkward talking about it and coming out with it, but it's important for me is I stopped drinking alcohol. And um, I'm, I can't get to my app right now, but I think I'm 72 days sober. And that feels really in alignment for me. I, I like film myself getting emotional because I'm so happy with myself that I've held that boundary. Alcohol for me took away a lot of the joy in my life. And it was not just like a couple hour thing. It was really attacking my body. I think I'm allergic to alcohol. And so I would feel really shitty for like two or three days after drinking. And I wasn't drinking a little bit. So um, I am just so proud of myself that I had that boundary with myself and I found alignment to stop drinking alcohol. That's the boundary that I had with myself. And in order to keep this boundary, again, I had to prioritize it and I had to track it. So that's those are the two other aspects of keeping your boundaries is being able to prioritize what's important to you, not what's important to your partner, what's important to your children, what is important to you. How are you going to keep this priority going as much as possible? And then also tracking it. What do I mean by tracking it? If you have an app like myself with the sober tracking, I track it that way. Journaling is a way to track it. There's other apps. Um, when I was, I had another uh, sort of boundary with myself in July where I walked 10,000 steps a day and I had the app where it tracked my steps a day. So I knew how many steps I needed to go each day. And then it showed me like my weekly progress, my monthly progress. And I was really, really proud of myself for um, completing that. And the apps kept me accountable. Another thing that you can do to track is having an accountability partner. If you know someone who enjoys the same thing as you, um, having that person hold you accountable. This can be a friend. This can be a therapist. Just someone to hold you accountable to the things that you say you're going to do. Because it's one thing to say, well, I think you can speak it out into the universe and the universe is always listening. But implementing it and remembering to do it each day, that's a whole different story. So having some sort of accountability partner is the way that you keep that alignment. Finally, I want to talk about the next category, and that's important steps you need to take to remove blockages. So what do I mean by that blockages? So these are basically excuses. These are like excuses to why you can't do the things that you want to do in your life that bring you alignment. So it may be a critical voice in your head that may not even be yours, but something that you've learned through your conditioning, through childhood, that you can't do a certain thing. Kind of like what I was talking about with the inner child work is like art was really important for me at that age, but I made excuses as I got older, you know, I can't really have a career in it, not my voice, obviously, I can't, um, I can't really succeed in this. So I stopped prioritizing the thing that brought me joy. So really paying attention to the critical voices in your head and what comes up when you're doing these practices. So it may even come up as you're doing the first step of journaling, what brings me joy? Well, this brings me joy, but it's not really practical. 
right? Like it's not, it doesn't really make a lot of sense in my life to spend a lot of money to go traveling. It makes me feel good, but it's not practical. So those are the voices that I'm talking about in your head. No, you're not crazy. They're just parts of you that uh, you need to be aware of, that you need to bring into your consciousness. A lot of us are very unaware of the different voices in our head, which that's where therapy becomes really, really important and working with a skilled professional who can help you notice these voices that aren't even yours and that come up as blockages in your life that are preventing you from really living a purposeful life in alignment. So another aspect of a blockage is this internalized capitalism. And I kind of touched on that with like it not being practical as an excuse. So internalized capitalism is essentially that your productivity equals your value. So whatever that you're doing in your life that um, brings you productivity, that's how you equate worthiness. And that's a very dangerous cycle to be in. And a lot of people, especially in America, I can't speak for other countries, um, are in this cycle of in order to feel worthy, I have to produce, I have to make an X amount of money, I have to do X, Y, and Z in order to be successful. And so those are blockages into finding alignment because productivity, while you can be in alignment and produce and create and do all these really amazing things. If you're doing it from this aspect of capitalism and trying to get ahead and this power dynamic, it's not going to feel like alignment. It's going to feel very, very forceful. So being very aware of that internalized capitalism. And to remove blockages, I highly recommend different tools. Um, I know some clients use tarot or oracle cards, journaling, uh, Reiki healing. I recently got into Reiki in the last three months, and that's been really helpful for me in terms of clearing blockages and clearing the energy channels in my body in order to find more alignment. And again, like it goes without saying, because you're listening to this podcast and because I'm a therapist, you already know this. Working with a therapist to remove these limiting beliefs around allowing you to live a full, authentic, aligned life is so important. Like we have to get, I don't know why this word is coming up. We have to get the gunk out of ourselves. Like there's so much gunk and like heaviness and sadness and grief and darkness that we carry inside of us. So we have to find these ways of getting it out of us and pulling it out of us in order to reach true alignment. And that takes a lot of work. And I highly recommend, again, working with a therapist who can help you remove some of these blockages because it might be challenging at first. You can read books, of course. You can go to coaches. You can do all these different things. But if you really feel like there's something inside of you that needs extra help or not even that, like I, I feel like help is such a, a word that we use. It's so stigmatized. It's... Um, looking for guidance, I guess, like help asking for help is a strength in my opinion. So if you need help, please reach out to someone who can help you and hold you accountable. Because if the old way of how you were functioning isn't working, you need to do something about it. No one else is going to change this for you. And that can be a harsh reality. 
It can also be very empowering and it leaves you in the driver's seat of your well-being. That is my whole mission with therapy is I just want to empower my clients to feel like they are in the driver's seat of their own well-being and how important their energy is, how they expend it, how they use it, how they give it away, how they generate more of it. That's really important to finding true healing and it's possible. So again, what makes it so possible that I can accept new clients is my clients are getting better. They're titrating down. They're going to from weekly appointments to every other week. And that's how I can accept new clients. So again, if you are interested in working with me, you can go to my website, therapywithmolly.com. You can find me on Instagram at Molly's Eye of Therapy, or you can find all the links in the show notes. All right. Take really good care of yourself. I look forward to hearing how you're finding alignment and how you're keeping it. If you would like to share, please do so. Have a good rest of your day. Take care. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with me. I think it's really important to take care of yourself and listening to podcasts and being with yourself is so important. It sends out a ripple effect. When you're taking care of yourself, you're taking care of your family and your community. So keep up the great work. If you want to learn more about this podcast, go to therapysnacks.org or you can find us on Instagram at therapy underscore snacks. You can find the host, me, Molly, at Molly Zive Therapy on Instagram. All right, everyone, have a good rest of your day. Take care.